Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. It's a criticism, and she delivered it in such a kind way. The whole point is, actually, I do, I really do care about women and what they're going through, because I am one. It's okay to have some experiences and be in charge of your own sexuality, rather than having it somewhat dictated to us through the media or by always hooking up with men and kind of letting them teach us because they may not be the best teachers about ourselves and our bodies. It's really hard for a man to figure out what you like if you don't know first or are willing to give him some sense of direction or some jump, jumping off point. And that's what I talked about the power dynamics, really helping me find that direction. Being his little slut in the bedroom, oh my God, that's so sexy. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy Tuesday, guys. Okay, this is going to be kind of a different episode, but I got a voicemail from a female listener and I was really inspired by it. And I got this about five days ago and I've really been just kind of gnashing my teeth on it, really, really thinking about it and putting a lot of thought into it because what she said was very impactful to me. And I wanted to really take a whole episode to just address it. I feel like she had some good points and that really gave me cause to pause and think about what she was saying. And she, it's a criticism and she delivered it in such a kind way. And I always appreciate that. I've said on the show before that I don't mind constructive criticism. I find it helpful. And because I have that entrepreneurial mind and I'm always problem solving, you know, if you present something the right way, it will land appropriately and people will, I guess, seek to do better. So I'm listening and I want my female listeners to know I'm listening (laughs) and I appreciate what you have to say. So let me jump in and you guys can listen to this message, this voicemail. This is from R. So here it is. Hey, Layla. I've been listening to your podcast since like last year, more like binge listening. And I love your content. I love, um, it's really awoken something in me as a woman and as a married woman at that. And I just, I don't know, I'm a different woman due to it. And, you know, among other things. With that being said, however, I was listening to, or I'm in the middle of listening to, the episode called Don't Waste the Pretty, where the lady sent in the voicemail, and she was basically saying that you, she's basically just reminding you about your female listeners. And it's funny because I've wanted to kind of like send in a voicemail like that. Um, she put it so graciously, and I appreciate her for sending it. And I appreciate you putting it on the air and you listening to it and you really listening to what she was saying. However, I just, I, I do want to point something out, and this is from a total supporter, like 
I love your stuff. Love you. I feel like we're very similar in a, in a lot of ways. However, I feel like in that particular episode, yes, you did attempt to cater to your female audience, but you were, it almost was like passive aggressive. Like the points that you were making, again, I'm not finished with the whole episode. I just couldn't finish like listening to the rest of it, but it was very passive aggressive. You know, you weren't, and you know what, this could be maybe you're used to, used to talking to men, so I can understand that. And I'm also assuming that's probably, that could be a reason why your female audience is not as big because we don't really like, I don't know, I can't speak for all women. Um, the tone and the approach, I'll say. But you sounded very condescending. I won't say you were being condescending because I don't know you personally, but you sounded very condescending in your tone to women. And that is typical in, not typical in every episode, but a lot of the episodes, you do come off, you do come off as if you hate women. I don't know if that's the thing. I don't know. But that's how it comes off because I can't really explain it. I wonder if you've gotten other voicemails about this, but that's how it comes off. As if you like, you dislike women, as if you're like, what the young generation now will call a pick me. You can research that. But I don't know. It just, it just rubs me the wrong way. And I'm just one person like, disregard me but if you've heard this before yeah i just i just i don't know i just had to call in and share i usually don't call in and like share things or give people my opinion because it's like who gives a fuck about my opinion but as a listener i just kind of wanted to like point that out you just really seem like your team men and i think there are separate teams i'm not saying that but that you're like you don't really like women like i don't know i don't know if that's the case just the tone and the approach I love your show. Love you. Like, you you really, like, really inspired me, really influenced me. I just wanted to point that out. And not necessarily something to change or anything like that. I just felt the need to share, which is rare because I usually don't really feel the need to share my opinion with people. But, um, strangers. But, yeah. So, again, I love your show. I will continue to listen. I probably won't listen to, finish listening to this particular episode, but I'm definitely still going to be a listener. But, yeah, you do have you do have women listeners out there. We probably don't contact you as much as the male listeners because we got shit to do. <laughs> but um, not to say that they don't. But like we're running the household, we're we're raising children, we're taking care of shit. But they're out there and they're there. So yeah, again, love you, Layla. Love what you do. Keep going. I just wanted to give a little lovingly feedback there. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Okay. R. First of all, I want to just thank you for being a listener and for, you said over a year and it's changed you as a married person for the better and that you appreciate me. And I'm so grateful for that because ultimately I do hope to be impactful. And I do hope that people look beyond the sex and realize it goes so much deeper than that. It's not just about sex and things will show up and appear like on the surface level that this is just about me getting off and talking about it. It goes much deeper than that. And I appreciate that, you know, you see that. And it's interesting. I haven't gone back and listened to the don't waste the pretty episode, but let me give you what I'm hearing you say that you thought I was passive aggressive in it. And that maybe this is why my female audience is not so big because they don't like the tone and the approach. 
And you also said that you feel that I come off as though I hate women. Although I don't think you are saying that I do. I think you're trying to be helpful and say that this may be why I don't have a large female audience. And that you also believe on some level I might dislike women and that I'm not team female. And you just wanted to remind me in a very nice and gracious way that women are listening and maybe they chime in more or I'd have a bigger audience, female listener base, if I was coming off in a less condescending way. Okay. Let's see. There's This was such a great message to get. And this is why I'm going to do a whole episode around it because I have a lot to say about this. And first, it always comes from a place of appreciation for your point of view. And I've talked about this before in the show. You know, I'm an entrepreneur, pretty much been one my whole life. Back when I was learning about business and things, I listened to a lot of the greats like Jim Rohn, Earl Nightingale, Think and Grow Rich. And then also some of my favorite current authors would be like Chris Voss, Never Split the Difference. And that's kind of learning. It's about learning the art of negotiation, but also the art of listening. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. One of the things that my favorite business mentors, Jim Rohn used to say was seek first to understand. And that always really got me because that's, there's another cliche saying that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And the whole point is actually, I do, I really do care about women and what they're going through because I am one and I am extremely thankful for all of my listeners, male or female, anybody that takes the time to listen to me when we all have busy lives, I am super grateful and I really appreciate it. You probably hear more of this type of stuff, the personal stuff from me on the private podcast. And that's not an attempt to plug the private podcast. It's just because I guess I felt at some point, maybe this type of stuff, this point of view, I guess the framework and the content of this type of an episode isn't really what people wanted to hear. And somehow I got that in my head and I may be completely wrong about that. I am open to being wrong. And again, that's why I do enjoy constructive criticism because that's how you consider things differently. And I'm, I really am always trying to do that, but let's roll back the clock because when I started this, I really, really naively, I guess I was ignorance on fire. And that's kind of how I've always started, jumped in with both feet into everything. And I really thought when I started this podcast that it would be for women, that women would tune in and be excited about knowing by watching someone else that, you know, hey, you can be, have this strong sense of sexuality and be in touch with your own feminine energy and feminine wiles and what all that means and understanding it. And it's okay to have some experiences and be in charge of your own sexuality rather than having it somewhat dictated to us through the media or by 
always hooking up with men and kind of letting them teach us because they may not be the best teachers about ourselves and our bodies. And I love men, but I think that's a fair statement. I think it's really hard for a man to figure out what you like if you don't know first or are willing to give him some sense of direction or some jump jumping off point. And you're going to, at least from my experience, that's how it was when I was, when I was younger. I was good. I did have a fair amount of sexual liberation, but definitely had relationships where if we were going to have good sex, it was because somehow the man magically figured out what I needed because I was afraid to tell him. It was hard for me to say, hey, touch me here, touch me there. This is what I like and be really open in the bedroom. And once I found that equilibrium and the podcast is the evolution of that, when you, you, if you go back and listen to me in the very beginning, I mean, a lot of stuff has, some stuff has stayed the same, but some has changed. And, but again, I really just kind of thought this would be like this band of women, a sisterhood that would, would listen. Hopefully that was my hope and intent. And I do want to point out that I actually do have some very devoted female listeners and we swap voicemails all the time. And the reason I don't put their stuff up is because it's more of, I feel like it's more of a a friendship and we're sharing very intimate things. And I'm, I'm telling them things that are going on behind the scenes, more about feelings and things like that. Um, and guys that I'm seeing, I'll get into the really, really, really private stuff. And so I don't, because the stuff we're talking about, I feel is so intimate. I guess I don't share that as much, but I do. I mean, I have some amazing listeners and we just, some of it's very funny and whimsical and the, and nasty and raunchy. And we could, we really get to talking. Actually, the guys would probably really like that, right? Because we're really sharing just some funny shit. And maybe I'll ask their permission at some point and see if they wouldn't mind me posting this stuff because it is pretty good. It's juicy and it's, it's insightful and good. And it really is a nice peek into the minds of women. But I can tell by the percentages of the data that I get. Obviously, I know that it's mostly a male audience and it fluctuates. It might be 60-40 and sometimes 70-30. But I've really been thinking lately, and this is why your voicemail has been so great is because right before I got your voicemail, you know, it's towards the end of the year and I'm, I'm really sitting and thinking about, okay, what's the direction I want to take the show. And sometimes it's very hard because I've really done everything completely the opposite of what I would normally do in business. And in business, I've been very structured, very disciplined. I have a plan. I work that plan. And I'm like a pit bull in panties. I mean, I get so hooked into it, it takes over. And that's one of the reasons that led me to this podcast is I had just, I had gone so far into the business abyss, the boss bitch mentality, which is why, God, when I hear that stuff now, I cringe because I feel like women need to be aware of you'll gain some things, but you're going to give some things up. You're going to give up a lot and and a lot of your femininity and a lot of that softness. And so this speaks to your point about what you're saying with, when you hear that I sound condescending, that's my business tone. That's my boss bitch tone coming out. And it's not a good thing necessarily. It served a purpose. It made me a lot of money. So that was the trade. In order to do what I did in a male-dominated industry, I felt at the time that 
I didn't have time for bullshit. I didn't have time to you know, listen to sad sap stories. And it was just like, I don't fucking care. It's my way of the highway. This has to get done. There's millions of dollars on the line here. Shut the fuck up and get to work. <laughs> and as harsh as that sounds, it's true. And I'm willing to hang my ass out there and admit it. And I'm not promoting that because I believe there's a better way. I really do. I believe there's a better way and that it really should be more balanced. But going back to the beginning of when I got your voicemail, I was sitting and thinking about where do I want to take this show? And I have been pondering, like, I really would love to gain more female listeners and have it be more balanced on the note of being balanced. And I was thinking about possibly kind of, you know, I've kicking around ideas about creating a type of a program specifically for women to help them be more sexually empowered, not my version of what that is, but to help women find what suits them. And I really do want to promote women. And again, I know I can be, I know I do have a condescending edge, although it's interesting. I didn't, I can tell you this honestly from my heart. I was not intending on the Don't Waste the Pretty episode in being condescending. It's more of a, when I say Don't Waste the Pretty, that's a wake up call. That was my wake up call. If you've listened to the beginning episodes, it was me kind of looking in the mirror going, what the fuck am I doing? I haven't had sex in three and a half years. I've completely shut myself off. I'm all this masculine energy. This really isn't who I am. That was a persona, just a business persona, but I took it on and I really started to believe that that's who I was. And through doing that, any guys that were trying to get in were just immediately shut down. And really the only ones that I would let in or even consider would be some of the, I don't want to say weaker ones, but ones with the softer side, which really, as I got into really exploring my sexuality, I really realized I don't match well with those men. I need a man that can lead me. That's exciting. And that's why I talk about the power dynamics, really helping me find that direction quickly and appreciate being his little slut in the bedroom. Oh my God, that's so sexy. And it's such a turn on to me. And I don't believe that women were designed to compete against men in the workplace. And don't get that wrong. I, I want What I want to say is that we can have it all, but not at the same time. You know, I think there's seasons in our lives and there's a time and a place for everything. I really do feel like women are nurturers. And I was sort of canceling out that nurturing energy and the things that would make the type of man that ultimately that I want attracted to me because I'm just really trying to one-up him in the workplace. Well, I don't think that's sexy. And men don't think it's sexy either. We like it because we feel, you know, I liked it. I'm not going to say, I won't speak for anybody else. I liked it because I felt safe. I felt I was providing my own safety, that I was secure and that I was able, I had all these goals and I was able to knock them off and make a lot of money. And for me, that, that was success and safety, but I wasn't thinking about loving, caring, kindness, nurturing, close physical bonds or connecting with anybody. And I, like I said, had completely kind of shut that side of myself down. And 
my mom, bless her heart, she was always trying to sort of point that out to me. And like we do with our moms, I was like, mom, I don't want to hear this. You know, (laughs) I couldn't take it coming from her. I don't know why. But again, the benefit of what I was able to do is I always wrote, wrote down my goals because I feel that's very powerful and it helps you focus. And one of the things that I said I wanted to do was, you know, make enough money that my mom didn't have to work. And I was able to accomplish that. And I was able to take care of her. And when she ended up passing away early, it was great because, well, it wasn't great, but the benefit was the gain in that was that the last five years of her life, she got to just live a life of leisure and be taken care of and we really spent a lot of time together and I appreciate her so much more now because of that, because I really kind of got to know her better, but she would always, she would hear me talking in the business sense and she would go with me to, cause I sort of quote unquote had her doing some menial tasks so that she still wanted to feel useful. Right. So she would help me with stuff, just little stuff that I didn't really have the time for. And she would hear me and she'd be like, whoa, girl, you cannot talk to people like that. And I was like, oh, yes, I can. And I just did. And I didn't care that I was direct or curt. I have a very impatient side. And when I don't like BS and when I don't have time for it, I start to try to dominate through my language and the way I deliver something and a message. But I have to say, it applies to everybody. It's not just, it's not just men. Uh, so it doesn't matter what you have between your legs. Like if I feel like someone's needs a correction, I'm going to give it to him. Now I have since, again, I have recognized all of this and has really been one of the biggest benefits to this show for me is how much I've learned because through documenting all of this, I'm able to see my progression what I'm learning. And the fun part is that it's through hot, great sex. It's a huge teacher. It's such a, our sexuality is such a huge part of our lives. And I think women, especially, and this is what so sad to me is women, especially, we're just not in touch with it. It is very powerful. And again, through the power dynamics, you know, I've also learned and realized that submission is a position of strength. It's just the other side of the coin and it brings the right balance. For me, that's the right balance. I'm not saying that is for everybody, but I'm willing to bet that you line up enough business women who have really knocked it out of the park and had to bust ass. And over time, I think if you measured their happiness quota or quotient, you're going to find it's not bringing us happiness as women. And connecting with the right person and the right partner or partners, if you're polyamorous, is really where we thrive. And when we can be in our feminine and have our strength come from that, it makes a huge, huge difference. I just had Steve on. That was last Saturday's episode. Steve, again, who went into polyamory about a year and a half ago. And he's always so gracious to come on and share his ups and downs, which I love. I mean, I love hearing his story and because he says that I've inspired him, but he's inspired me. And I know that he's also inspiring my listeners again, because he's gracious enough to come on and just be honest about everything. And 
I really appreciate that. And after we recorded this last episode that came out just the previous Saturday, I think it's episode 451, he was texting me and he said, was a good episode. And he felt like we had a really good conversation. And I did too. And he said, I'm really kind of glad to know, and I'm paraphrasing this, you know, something like that. It's not a persona. This kind of really is you. I think he was kind of saying that there was a time when I was just sort of wondering what part of your show is the persona and what part of your show is the real you. And I have to say, it's all the real me. So when you hear something you like, that's the real me. When you hear something you don't like, that's the real me. I don't script the show. I don't, it's weird to even call it a show because the show kind of says that that's what it's about. But it's real life me, Forrest Gumping my way through this shit, trying to figure it out. And along the way, what I've noted is I have seen this shift in the past seven to eight years. And it's this kind of weird movement towards, for lack of a better term, it's an umbrella term, but you know, hating men. And now we have men swinging the pendulum back because when you go, you know, when you go to one extreme, it always has to equalize. Everything in life has to strike a balance. And when you're out of balance, it's dangerous. But what I see happening, and I hope there's some smart men out there who pick up on this, kind of learn from if you think women have and feminists have taken it too far, too far left. Don't do the same by going too far right. Find the extreme middle and work towards that because I do see the pendulum swinging back. And I, my concern with all of this is we are going to get farther and farther apart as connected couples and that we're going to be outsourcing our sexuality to AI and OnlyFans and instead of, and porn and just instead of, and these are all things that are good in within a balanced environment. So I'm not knocking these things, but again, if you're too far right or left, you're going to be missing out on that, the nice, connected, amazing, hot sex and what that brings with the right person. I know what it is to just want to get off and have an orgasm. And I've certainly done plenty of that. And I'm not ashamed of it, but there's nothing better than that. Oh, just amazing connected sex and how it bonds you to another person, how it brings down your your walls and where you really feel safe enough to go there with someone. And those are the types of relationships that I seek to have. And I hope that other people want to have too. Last night, I actually did something that I don't normally do, but I've, it's been on my list to try to, it's a fear I have. I don't like going to a place to sit down and be by myself. And I'm always like going into a bar by myself is really intimidating. I'm that friend that always, if I'm meeting people there, I'm going to be 10 minutes late on purpose. So that when I walk in, I don't have to be alone and look like I'm alone going to a venue or a bar or wherever, right? I just, I don't know where that comes from, but I have it. Okay. I've always wanted to conquer that. So the only way to get through the fear is straight through it. So last night I just, I went to a bar, I sat down, I ordered a drink and I just sat there. And sure enough, some group of guys came up, started chatting me up. And 
I ended up having this really interesting conversation with this young gentleman and he almost done with his college degree. He's going to be a pilot. And he was telling me, I told him why I was there, what I do. And he said that, you know, he started opening up about women and how they don't communicate. It's so interesting to hear a man say women don't communicate. But I think, because we're saying this about men. And I think a lot of times it's true. (laughs) You know, we have our own little hangups. A lot of the reason that I address women so directly is because I feel like we do handle it better coming from other women and not from other men. When, when men try to start mansplaining shit to us, they're like, we just, we're like, whoa, don't try to tell me about me. And maybe this is why your voicemail was so well-received. Like I had to think to myself, what if this came from a dude? I would have been like, fuck this guy. I might've been like, fuck this guy. <laughs> you know, Who the fuck does he think he is? I mean, that's when my, my female masculine energy would have just been like, Arr. but I can take it. I can ab- absolutely take it. And I guess maybe I assume that every female can take it the same way that I can. And again, so I do, I appreciate what you said because I obviously have overlooked or don't realize if I am coming across in a condescending way. And I know that I can and that I have. It's funny because it's usually towards men because it's always been that persona is more for business and it's just a default mechanism that comes up. And I, if I've been using it towards women, I didn't realize it. And I genuinely did the don't waste the pretty episode so that it would help and promote women. So I'm, I'm a little, I am a little, uh, not shocked, but I'm a little, huh, taken back. I mean, you've got me thinking not in a bad way at all, but you've got me thinking about how did my intention, which was to help women and promote their sensual side and their sexuality, how did that get received as a negative to, how did that come out negatively? So I am going to go back and re-listen to it. I just haven't yet. I haven't, but I will. I promise that I will. And I just, I really do appreciate your point of view. I hope that I always hope to do better. I hope that in this new year, 2024, that I can find a way to reach more female listeners and bring more value and be more interesting to female listeners. And it's definitely on my radar. So I appreciate your message and the timeliness of it. And I'm definitely going to keep up my crossing things off my sex bucket list and talking about sex, which of course is always going to magnetize the men. They do love hearing about that stuff. And you know, it's not from a, I mean, some of it, sure. Some of it's from a, just kind of a dirty, raunchy point of view, which I'm okay with. Hey, that's what floats your boat. I I don't mind at all. I'm not going to judge, but I'll tell you the feedback I get are from a lot of the male listeners is because they're listening because they want to understand us better. And that's really significantly stood out to me again 
over the seven to eight years. And that's why I did that sleeping with savages episode, you know, is because I feel like, wait a minute, men really do. When you, when you really peel back the layers, they really do try hard to understand us. I mean, and they'll do some crazy, as I've said, they'll, they'll do a lot and stuff that I know that they probably think is ridiculous, but they just want to understand us better and be close to us. And especially when you're in a long-term relationship, I do find that men will, they'll go to counseling, like they'll read books that you want them to read. They're going to take classes, courses. They're kind of willing to do whatever to be closer to us and also have more physical intimacy. And I do believe that there is a problem right now with men being sort of starved for affection because women have gone in a different direction and it does concern me. It's, it is concerning to me and I'm just putting it out there. It's not, I think you referenced in your voicemail a term and I think I know what you're referring to that's kind of subjective. You may have one point of view of it. I may have another point of view of it, but, and I apologize. I forget exactly what the term is. You t- you said, look it up, but I, I, I already am familiar with it. But I think when somebody says they're feeling this way, and then you hear enough men saying they're feeling this way, and then they're having sort of this extreme reaction to it going the other way, they're going to start outsourcing us. Because if we're not there to provide those wants and needs, they're going to start outsourcing us. And again, my biggest concern is just men and women and people in Rome. And also it doesn't matter if you're not heterosexual, people just disconnecting and not being able to really bond to someone and feel all the thing, the great things that come with that. And the sex is the great sex comes with that. And it's just the cherry on top, but it's a huge part of it. And if you can get there with somebody in the bedroom, then the stuff on the outside of the bedroom can be dealt with a lot easier. And I believe if we want peace in the home, there has to be good sex going on. I think if you take that element out, I think people, there's going to be this lack and this sort of sadness and loneliness. And I'm just trying to hedge against that. And so when people listen I know that not everything I say is going to land and resonate, but I do hope, and apparently the way you have done are, is that, that people will, it's kind of like those little libraries, those little book libraries you see out in front of someone's house, you know, take a book, leave a book, take what you want, leave what you want, or just take what you need. Everything I say is not, not going to be for, for everybody. And that's okay. But hopefully, you know, you hear enough positive and inspiring stuff that you want to take that and apply it to your own life. And it sounds like I have done that in some way for you. And I am, that just makes me so, so happy. So, oh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule. Cause I know women do a lot. Trust me. I know to leave me that voicemail. It is so, so appreciated. And I do hope that you keep listening and maybe you refer some more women. And again, if you have any more feedback, I would love to hear it. And for the rest of you, I would always love and appreciate your feedback. You guys know that's why I say it every single time. I'm like a broken record on this show. I always end it with, please leave me a voicemail. 
just like R did. I really do love the feedback and I love your points of view and what you have to say. And it, we can talk about anything and everything that you want, but it really is important and valuable to me to connect to my listeners. If I wasn't able to do that, I would have ended this a long time ago, but you guys are why I still do this. You guys are why I keep going with it. Even when I struggle at times to feel like, I don't know if what I'm doing is relevant. If it matters, then I get these lovely voicemails. And I'm like, Hey, it does matter. So guys, don't be shy. I always love a first time caller too. R is a first time caller. And I get back to everybody personally, and I just value what you have to say. So go to thecuriousgirldiaries.com, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. You got five minutes, let it rip. Anything and everything you want, go for it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.